Hi everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, sommelier Aaron Nozar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, we're going to be covering Easter pairings today. Whether you're celebrating spring celebrations or Easter, I have pairing suggestions and my tips for you to make the holiday as fabulous and delicious as possible. We're going to be covering pairings for ham, turkey, rack of lamb, as well as some specific brunch dishes, including eggs and wonderful waffles and pancakes with syrups. So if any of those dishes sound like they might be on your table this season, then you're going to want to hang out with me and I'm going to be giving you some pairing suggestions for all of them. So if you're ready, let's get started and dive right into this episode. Now for today's episode, I've chosen some of the most classic Easter dishes. I'm going to treat this episode like you've come into the wine store, you know you're having company, people are coming over, and you're looking for some options that are going to go well for everybody. So we're going to take a wander through the wine store together. If you are listening to this episode while you're in the wine store, then you'll be able to walk up and down the aisles as I chat and give you some suggestions. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to have some images of different grape styles and varieties for you up that you can watch if you're watching the episode on YouTube. Both ways are going to be interactive depending on your choice. Let's dive into some pairings for ham. And the first thing we need to acknowledge with ham is the saltiness of it. When we work with salt, we want to be able to balance it. And when we work with pairings with salt, we're looking for that sweet salty. Salt can definitely strip some flavor out of some wines. With red wines, it's true, a touch of salt can make red wines seem a little bit softer. So that's something to consider but with this much salt in a cured ham, whether it has a honey glaze or a mustard glaze, the salt is going to be a factor that we need to work with. And so something with a touch of sweetness or some tropical fruit flavors does really, really well. So if you are doing more of a honey glazed ham or an apricot ham, then we want to look for wines that are going to pull some of those same sweet flavors out of that wine to balance with the saltiness. Let's take a walk over to the French Isle. And the first place we're going to go is Alsace. You have a wide range of wines to choose from. You're going to have Pinot Gris, which is going to be delicious and definitely give you some tropical and stone fruit. Those peach and apricot flavors will come through. You're going to have a beautiful Riesling as well. So Riesling is also going to give you the stone fruit, some apples some pears, and maybe some petrol will come off of this as well. You could do a sparkling with the ham from Alsace. So Cremant Alsace is going to be a little bit richer and fuller, and it's a lovely choice as well. And when we have these tropical flavors coming from the honey or the apricot ham, again, we're looking for wines with a little sweetness. So Alsace has a lot of different wine styles for you to work with here. The other area of the wine store we can go to is into the German section. And again, here we have beautiful half dry Rieslings that are going to balance so beautifully, especially with that honey style ham. You could also do these wine styles with the herb crested ham, but I am going to give you different pairings for that mustard ham, just in case, so you have some options for you. And so with the honey, when we go into the German section, when you're looking at the German labels, I know that they can be a little bit overwhelming, but we will do a class about how to read a German label. But what you're looking for on the German label is Habtrocken, or off dry, and also the terms cabinet, or Spatlese. And these basically mean that the grapes were picked at not only a ripe level, but a little bit above classical ripeness, which are going to give the wines a 
bit more sweetness and more tropical flavors coming through. And that's gonna balance beautifully with the saltiness. Now let's talk about if you have a mustard or herb crusted ham, depending again on how you like to cook it. If you are doing more of a mustard coated ham, here we have some choices. You could definitely do the Pinot Gris or Pinot Blanc from Alsace could be lovely here, or a rich full bodied Chardonnay can work here as well. And you can have your pick here if you're looking at California, Australia, any New World country, you can also go into the French Isle. And if you are shopping in the French Isle, you're going to look in Burgundy and look for the wine style Pouli Fousse is going to be a full bodied rich Chardonnay or Saint Ferran. So when you see either Pouli Fousse or Saint Ferran on the wine label, those are going to be a hundred percent Chardonnay done in an oaked, creamy, fuller bodied style. And they're going to be delicious with your ham as well. But either way, both are going to be delicious and those are some pairings for you for your ham choice. Now let's move on to classical stuffed turkey. This is our turkey dinner with the stuffing, mashed potatoes and the carrots and the gravy and the whole bit. And so this is filled with lots of butter, savoriness, rich food dishes, and lots of different flavors. Once we have this much butter in the dish, we're looking for wines that are going to come with full rich body and be able to hold up to the textures and the flavors in those dishes. So for whites, 100%, I'm going to recommend that we do a fuller body Chardonnay. So again, that Pouli Fousse or Saint Fran are beautiful choices if you're looking in the French Isle. And if you are looking at new world Chardonnays, then anywhere on the back label that you see full bodied hints of oak aging or some vanilla apple pear these are going to be really great choices for you you could also do a full bodied sparkling wine here as well one of my favorites is going to be a full bodied style and piper Heidsick with the red label is definitely a favorite of mine to bring to the table and let's be honest anytime we bring sparkling wine to the table it makes it a celebration now if you want to do reds with your turkey there's definitely some options here for you I will caveat this by saying that if you are a cranberry fan, that cranberries do unfortunately strip the fruit out of most wines. So we are going to need to look for some red wines that have lots of fruit flavor to them to be able to put up with those cranberries that are delicious, but again, they're going to strip out fruit from most wines. And so the wine styles that I will recommend here are a full bodied Zinfandel from California. It's got lots of fruit, low tannin, so it's going to be delicious with your turkey. The other wine style you can do here is a new world fruit forward Pinot Noir style. So those are some options for you as well. So with your turkey, you're looking at that traditional rich buttery Chardonnay. You could also do Pinot Blanc and, and you can find that in Alsace or other areas in the world. Sparkling, fuller bodied, rich bubbles are always going to be delicious. And then a Zinfandel or a fruit forward Pinot Noir style. So those are some pairing ideas for your turkey dinner. Let's move on to rack of lamb. Now, if you're doing rack of lamb for your Easter dinner, you're probably going to serve it with a mint sauce or mint jelly on the side, and that's going to become a flavor we're going to work with. And classically, we will serve a rack of lamb with a Bordeaux, specifically from the area of Pauliac. And the reason for that is it tends to pull, the wine will pull a bit of a mint flavor, and you have a really nice synergy between the earthiness and the rusticness of the flavor of the lamb with the richness of the Bordeaux wine with the cooling sort of mint sensation. It's a classical pairing. We will also do Shiraz if you're looking for a wine from a new old country, specifically from the Barossa Valley. And those Barossa 
Rosa Shiraz's will give us a hint. They'll call it eucalyptus, not mint. So on the back of the label, you're looking for that eucalyptus note that they'll say. And this is the cooling sensation, much like the mint and the polyac, that will really tie those flavors together. And it's beautiful to do. If you are looking to pair whites for the rack of lamb, I will suggest the full-bodied Chardonnay or to go right to that bubbly sort of champagne style because it is a very strong rustic flavor, but there's a lot of flavor in the rack of lamb. And so we do need a wine that's going to hold up to that amount of flavor and be as regal as the dish, if you will. Now let's talk about some brunch dishes. If you're getting together for an Easter brunch, your brunch may have a lot of different flavors. You may be having some egg dishes, maybe you're having some eggs benedict with a holiday sauce on top, some waffles, some pancakes, beautiful pastries. So if you are doing a buffet brunch, then there's lots of things to choose from. And anytime we do a buffet, sparkling wines are always going to be a great option in that it allows the wine to be able to be paired with lots of different dishes. Sparkling wines are always going to be one of our most versatile pairings as much as we unfortunately sometimes just leave them for a toast and then we move on to the real wine. Please never forget that sparkling wines are some of the most versatile and food-friendly wine styles that we have. Your favorite sparkling will definitely do a brunch. It's also a great choice if you want to do a mimosa bar. If you are doing a mimosa bar in that you're going to offer up some different juice flavors, so you're going to have orange, grapefruit, peach is always lovely, or mango, cranberry juice, whatever you like here. And if you are doing a mimosa bar, I highly recommend that you use either a Prosecco or a Cava as your base and not true champagne because there's so much beautiful work that goes into those champagne bubbles that we don't want to cover all, all those flavors of the champagne with the juice. And so I always recommend that you use a more neutral bubble. So whether it's Prosecco or Cava, that is going to be a wonderful base. You're still gonna get those lively bubbles, but you're not gonna be covering up those delicious, elegant bubbles in the champagne. So for brunch, definitely sparkling, and then a mimosa bar is always fun. And then I wanna give you some specific pairing ideas. If you are doing, for example, an Eggs Benedict, Eggs Benedict has the runny egg, if you're having a medium to a soft egg, as well as the hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise sauce is lots of butter and creaminess, so you could definitely do a full-bodied Chardonnay here, or a sparkling champagne is lovely as well. Something that has some oak and some butter notes to it if you're doing anything with the hollandaise and a runny egg. Now, if you are doing syrups, so if you're doing pancakes or waffles, you're gonna have the butter on top. And if you're doing a traditional maple syrup, it is very sweet. And when we have something that sweet, any wine we're gonna put with that syrup is just going to taste dry. And so bubbles are going to be a good choice here or your mimosa favorite, depending what juice you use. But if you do wanna do a white, if you do wanna do a wine here, then I would again do a medium to full body Chardonnay, a coffee cocktail might be a great choice as well with something on the side in your coffee. And then if you are again doing pancakes, same thing with the syrup, it is so sweet. So you'll just wanna be able to manage that and sparkling wines are probably going to be a really good choice. Now, if you are doing a frittata or something that has more peppers involved, a bit of salsa, then once we throw in the peppers, if you wanna do reds, Zinfandel is going to be a good choice. You're gonna have a little bit of zip, but without the tannins. And so when we're working with eggs and red wines, we wanna keep the tannins lower, more 
fruit forward, a softer mouthfeel, and a more balance there for you. So those are some suggestions in regards to brunch dishes. But generally with brunch, I'll highly recommend sparkling wines, but then also a mimosa bar is really fun and it allows your guests to make their own creations and maybe try some different juices. Let's recap all the different pairing ideas that we've talked about in today's episode. We've talked about ham and the predominant factor that we're working with here is salt, whether we're putting a honey glaze on it or a mustard glaze. And once we have salt, we're looking for wines with a touch of sweetness to them because that's gonna help balance with that ham, especially if you are doing a honey glaze or an apricot glaze, we are looking for wine styles with touch of sweetness such as the Rieslings or the Pinot Gris from Alsace or warm climates or the German wines that are going to be beautiful here for you as well, which are going to be off dried. If you are doing ham with your mustard crust or more of a herb crust, then those creamy, rich Chardonnays are going to be a wonderful choice here or a Pinot Blanc and fuller bodied sparkling to be able to hold up to the flavor of the ham. Now, when we talked about turkey, again, butter is our main dish when we're dealing with turkey and stuffing and potatoes and all those wonderful things. And you're looking for your whites for that full-bodied, rich Chardonnay. You could also do a Pinot Blanc. Sparkling wines will always work. And then for reds, you're looking at uh, California Zinfandel or a more fruit-forward Pinot Noir style. And those are some great choices. And those reds, especially if you are a cranberry fan, cranberry fans is definitely on the danger list in regards to wine pairings because it strips the fruit out of wine. There's so much acidity in it. So the Zinfandel or Pinot Noir are going to be able to bring enough fruit forwardness to your table to be able to hold up to the wonderful flavors in your cranberry sauce. Now for rack of lamb, we talked about the mint sauce and the mint jelly that will be served with it. And this is where there's some classic pairings. One of them being the wines from Bordeaux, specifically the commune or the area of Pauillac. And that's gonna bring those wines, have a beautiful mint texture to them on the back, a cooling sensation in the mouth, and definitely the Shiraz from the Barossa Valley in Australia, except they're gonna call it eucalyptus on the back of the label. But both those wine styles will bring you a cooling sensation sensation that will balance really beautiful in regards to the the mint that the mint sauce that you're going to be serving alongside your rack lamb if you are doing a white you could do a full body chardonnay but i do think bubbles or traditional champagne here can be a really nice elegant regal wine to do with such a, a classic elegant dish as well and flavors for brunch we want to give some options ideally and i'm a big fan of a mimosa bar in with lots of different juice selections and a sparkling base such as cava or prosecco and then your guests can choose their juice and make their own mimosas at that brunch which is a really lovely way because once we have so much sugar in those syrups Wine's gonna be really hard and tricky to pair with. You can serve a classic sparkling, and if you are doing an Eggs Benedict or anything with hollandaise sauce on top, a fuller bodied champagne or a creamy rich Chardonnay are gonna be good pairings here as well. I hope that I've been able to inspire you through this episode and given you some new pairing ideas that you can bring to your table during this year's Easter celebrations. If you are watching on YouTube, there will be a link below where I have created an easy handout for you to just click through if you want a list of the wines and a quick list of the pairing suggestions. And if you're listening to this on podcast form, head on over to winegirlacademy.com and in our freebie section on the website, you'll be able to find the checklist there as well. As always, 
always, it's been wonderful to hang out with you today. New episodes come out every Tuesday of the Wine Shop Talk, so be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. And if you're looking to continue to grow your wine knowledge, be sure to check out my course selection on my website, winegirlacademy.com, where you can find a collection of different courses that you can take in the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. I wish you a wonderful week and a happy Easter. Cheers to you. Bye now.